for it to be This is small town music This is big town music He's ahead of his time, you know But he can't use it If only he could prove it Well, tomorrow's just a song away A song away A song away Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis. I'm April Richardson. And I'm Kyle Dotson. And uh, welcome back, April Richardson. Hi, thank you. It has uh, been a while, hasn't it? It uh, it feels like it is. Although the the last episode that you were on just dropped just a few weeks ago, but yeah, it's been it's been a while. How do you do? You try to spread it out. Do you try to give us all a chance in order? Like, do you try to go Christy, then Murray, then Mike, then me, uh, and like rotate? I tried to do that, and then you know, if guests come up, but like a lot, of, I've had like a lot of guests and a lot of like friends have been, you know, comedian friends have been in from out of town, so they've right. sent the you know, guest co-host chair. But uh, yeah, I totally try to do, I mean, that would be my, my druthers would be like, you know, you, him, her, him, and then a guest and then like that. But it, you right. know, people are busy and it's just, Life happens, man. Life I happens. like that you did say if you had your druthers. <clears throat> yeah, my druthers. I love that expression. That's what I say. It's a rad expression. It's great. <laughs> no, I said rad just because. But you said, you no, you didn't say if I had my druthers. You said it. If I, didn't I say if I had my druthers? Check the tape. No, you you took out the if I had you were like my druthers. Yeah, what's up? My, I've never heard. What's up, my druthers? <laughs> I've never heard anybody just say that independent of the rest of the part of it. A lot of people don't know that I'm a druther fucker. <laughs> I tried to look up the origin of that phrase actually the other night, a couple of weeks ago, because I was I said it and then I was like, what are druther? How did that even come what to be? It, what did it say? I don't remember. I didn't you, retain any of the information. Kyle, are you looking it up? Yeah. Um, Here we go. It had something to do with like English rich people, I'm sure. Uh, yeah. Mm. Well, this is You're going. going this I went Wikipedia. Uh, the phrase originated in the late 19th century, mm-hmm. first cited uh, in the 1870 edition of Overland Monthly. Uh, I'm still a subscriber. <laughs> uh, it used to be I'd rather. Like, I'd have my drathers. Like, I'd rather set up a profession. Yeah, but do you think that that's a combination of I'd rather? Probably. Yes. I bet it is. Yeah. Yeah, because it is so sweet. I'd rather, yeah. And hmm. then that got twisted into druthers. Language is weird. It is weird. What, what language? If I had my drathers. When you were in high school, what language did you study? I studied Spanish for two years and French for two years. Do you speak any of it? No. Okay. Of course not. I, I had, forgot it as soon as I took the test. I'm even worse. I had uh, German in high school, I think, uh, for three years. And then I had four semesters of German in college. No, you had to go on and take it in college, too, it was huh? Un- it was under my major. I was a communications major, and I did oh. language. Oh. It was terrible. And you don't remember any of it? Not really. Have you ever been to Germany? Nine. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say, because that way you could like try to practice it. <laughs> I know. No, I don't. I mean, it's if somebody's speaking. I wish I did. I, I don't know why they don't teach kids languages when they're like in first, second grade. That's right. When that's when some you schools do. More. Some oh, schools do. Hold on. It's school, school talk with Kyle. Hey. Kyle, tell us about our education system in California. I don't know. I just know some schools do. I'm sure like rich people private schools yeah. do for sure. Probably. But they yeah. definitely should. I mean, second, third, fourth grade teach everyone Spanish, especially in California. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be great. You know, and that way when the wall's built, would. <laughs> 
we'd be able to tell them to get right. back on the other of side course, of the course, Of course. I mean, come on. That's what President Trump would want. <laughs> President Trump. God, gross. It oh feels gross God. to even say that as a joke. Yeah. Ugh. His uh, his son is Baron. His youngest son is Baron. Baron Trump. Right. Of course. And I just read. Did I tell? Did I say this? Why didn't this you on, just name him King? Did I say this on the <laughs> podcast yet? I don't think so. Okay. So I just read it. I was reading an article, and it said that uh, Melania and Donald do not have a nanny for Baron. They are very hands on. They're so relatable. They're very <laughs> hands on. And then the article went on to say, now they do have a team of maids and cooks sure oh so all the other stuff that takes you away from spending time with your kids yes 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 that's covered yeah that's covered so but they don't have a nanny you guys they they're super relatable to middle america it also said wherever they live whatever tower in new york they live in that baron has his a whole floor to himself what how old is this kid like 10 what maybe? oh Nine or 10? god what is it big yeah, that is no. totally big. Playing basketball. Yes. It's big, like my hands. Oh, God. <laughs> not, not a problem. Not even a problem. This guy. I'm throwing $100 bills at it, and it won't stop crying. It's so, he's so <laughs> gross. He's talking about the child. <laughs> Did you, um, you saw the new Trump Pence logo? Yes, unfortunately. They, they took it off their website already. Did they? Because just, just, just because the internet made fun of it so much? Yes. That's pretty great. Yeah, the internet is for losers. Yeah, of course. <laughs> we're gonna shut it down. We're gonna shut down the internet. When I'm, pre- who knows? Hey, that's, that's not. We're you gonna guys put up a giant firewall across the entire internet. There'll be no more podcasting. Don't. <laughs> it'll even. it'll be Trump casting. You guys are tempting fate with these jokes. Do you have a Trump cast? They could be real. <laughs> Everybody needs to have a Trump cast. <laughs> What's going on? Are uh, you on? Uh, did that? Did you do that uh, East Coast tour bus tour yet with Chris? No, I didn't go actually because he went with Lydia. It was really he was so sweet. He called and was like, like "You're not going to be mad, are you?" But I mean, they. I'm like, of course not. You're. It, she was able to go because she, uh, uh, I think, was supposed to work or something. So did he just use openers from uh, in town? Yeah, yeah. Just, like whoever was local, he just used. Because well, yeah, that's, it was like, of course, like go pre- have a romantic. Yeah, bus tour. tour. Yeah. Did they still take a bus though? Yeah, that's pretty. Cool. Mm-hmm. It was like a ten day thing up in. Down the East Coast. And you and Chris Fairbanks have shows coming up in the comedy act? Yes. When is this drop? Yes. The first weekend in August. August mm, 4th, 5th, and 6th. I don't know if this will drop before Make then. Make it not. drop before then. I'm worried about tickets. Really? Why? Only for my... Because I'm insecure as a headliner. Not Fairbanks is the greatest. Anybody listening to this? You guys are Who co- cares about me? Fairbanks is one of the funniest people I've ever <laughs> met in my life. You guys are co-headlining? Yeah. And, but uh, I'm going to let him go last, of course. He's really headlining. I, I know you're just doing you're sharing you're doing the same I mean I didn't but yeah mean, we're I sharing the bill I, just, I know you're doing the same amount of time yeah and then you're just I guess but I kind of want to give him more time he's way better than me he's way better than me here's what'll happen one night you'll have a way better show and then you'll be like oh maybe do you want to close tomorrow and then you no, back and forth about it. I guarantee then, you that will not and then, happen and then you will close and then and then he'll have a way better show than you <laughs> never, it just never works out you know you never right know. So no, just, I'm sure he'll be great all the night. You've nights. been to the Comedy Attic, though, before. Yes, it's amazing. Yeah, it's a great club. It's so fun. It's really great. The last time I was there, actually, was in January when I opened for Hardwick there, and it was such a blast. And the guy, Jared, who owns it, is yeah. awesome. Yeah, he's great. Because when I first really got into the- comedy. Total, and music, though, because yes. when I first got in the green room, there, the first thing I saw was this giant Velvet Underground poster, There's and I was thin, like, they what? Have, they have a Thin Lizzy poster up, too, the Yeah, last time totally. Yeah, but they, so it was like all this cool stuff, and I was like, whose stuff is this? And he was like, mine. And we started talking- we had really similar backgrounds because he basically just took all the, he used to own a label, I want to say, and put on all these like punk rock shows Mm -hmm. and then just 
transferred that to comedy and was like, I just want to open a cool comedy club and where I just did. book people I like. And so, and we talked about zines and like all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I mean, and he's he, cool as shit. And he loves Pixar films. He has Pixar tattoos all over his yeah, body. Oh yeah. 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 Totally. Yeah. We didn't really talk about that cause I'm not a dork, but like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but no, he's great. So it's cool to just go hang out with him also. Yeah. I was coveting a CD that he had uh, there when the last time I was there, it was a it was a Rolling Stones Metamorphosis CD, and I had, I had never seen it on a CD. It was a gold CD, and he's like, uh, "You keep looking at that CD." I go, "I go, I know, I'm, I'm not." He goes, "You can have it," and I was like, "Yeah." And he just, he just gave, gave it, it to you. Yeah. That's rad. He said the same thing about the Velvet Underground poster, but I could I didn't take I didn't yeah. have the heart because I was like, "This is the coolest poster I've ever seen." He's like, "You can just take it with you," and I'm like. I can't yeah. though. Like it's so cool. I know you're saying that to be nice, but I don't want to be the person that takes that away from you. Yeah. But if he offers again this time, maybe I will take him up on it. Well, for me, part of it was uh, I'm like I'm so glad he gave that to me because I was I was gonna steal. I was gonna steal. <laughs> no, I was like I still can't take it from you, even though you're offering. I wasn't gonna steal. You but left come with August. it, and then he went to a closet just full of them. Yeah, and put, put another, another one, one out there. Totally. <laughs> like a box of gets him every time. Did you do this? Did you do a podcast there? We did. It was for uh, the last time I was there. It was a. Uh, What's it called? What's Limestone Comedy Festival? We oh, did. Oh, right, uh, yeah. We did uh, Never Not Funny live in a theater, and then I did Rock Solid live at, at the club. Right. Two, possibly, let me think how many people were in that show. Oh, no. It was really. Don't make me sorry I asked. It was, uh, no, it was fun. No, I put, I put it up. It was funny. Uh, there were about 15 people. Oh, okay. And nine of them were, you know, Jimmy, Matt, some friends of mine that live in nice. the Midwest. Uh, you know, you know it was just, it was like, but it was, we still had fun. Of course. But like the, I felt bad. You know, Brad Wilhelm, he usually. Uh, yes, yeah. he, oh, he was our host. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When yeah, he, he hosted. I, was there he with might be, I don't know if he's a house MC there, but he might be. Um, but uh, he was, he, he was hosting all the shows at the festival. So he's like, we're going to have a great turnout, Pat, because I've really been, I've been pushing this show every, and I'm like, that's awesome. And then we just like, mm, wah, wah. who did you have? Did you have a guest? Brad. <laughs> oh, he, oh, okay. It was Brad and another comedian, Matt Holton. We did a, a, an all Bruce Springsteen episode because those guys right. love Bruce Springsteen. Why and didn't it, you do an all Mellencamp? Isn't he like from there? Oh, yeah, because Mellencamp, the, the whole town hates him there. Are you serious? Yeah. Why? Notoriously doesn't tip. All, no! All kinds Even of, though he's like the hometown dude? All kinds of asshole things uh, that Mellencamp does. You're kidding. No. He's like Mr. I Sing for the Farmers or yep. whatever and doesn't tip? The, the, the that one, is so disappointing. He drives out to the dairy farm and gives them the tip. Right? This is my favorite story. To go straight to them. This is my favorite story. Um, uh, a guy who does like uh, masonry work uh, and cement work around pools got mm-hmm. called out to the Mellencamp residence. Mm-hmm. And the assistant, I guess, said, yeah, there's some stuff that needs fixed out at the pool. And the guy goes out and there's just like the walls broken up and the sidewalks broken. Just all this stuff smashed up. And he goes, okay, here's my estimate. Do you mind if I ask what? happened here and his assistant said well when john found out that he wasn't getting into the rock and roll hall of fame his first year of eligibility he came out with a sledgehammer and smashed everything no (laughs) see this is that kind of shit breaks my heart he's looking out for the masons yep he just wanted to give them more business that is another read that is another reason i have this billy bragg tattoo because nothing breaks my heart more than finding out politically driven people are like secret monsters because i'm like then just be Mick Jagger. Yeah. Like, don't sing about the plight of the farmers. No. Sing about fucking groupies. Yeah. Like, don't be that guy. Yeah. And like, Billy is so, Billy yeah. walks it like he, like he talks, talks it, it, is the same dude on and off stage. He's wonderful. I mean, that's a huge reason why he's such a hero of mine, because it's like, 
He really means what yeah. he's saying. And that's the And that's, would never be that guy. Oh my God. That is so I mean, heartbreaking. Look, you, you can bust stuff up at your own house if you want to, but don't what a what a baby thing to what, do. Uh, yeah. I mean that is a baby thing to do. Sure, but I'm more mad about like not tipping and stuff where yeah. I'm like, your whole thing is being like repping the working man. Yeah, he just doesn't. T- I heard like he doesn't. T- that is horrifying. I'm a dick in a small town. Yes. <laughs> like, come on. I know. Oh, uh, terrible. I mean, I wasn't his number one fan anyway, but like, that's a huge bummer to hear. I know. Cause all those, you know, all the big hits are about that. That's what I'm saying. It's like, you can't be like, man, life's tar- hard for the working man, but fuck your tip. Sorry, you're poor. He so in, he's actually wearing just as much of a costume as Gene Simmons and Paul. <laughs> yes, are. I mean a hundred percent. Yeah, seriously. So it's like few things disappoint me more. Thankfully, a lot of the people that I like, like yeah, not only Billy, but the times I've been with him when he's gone on tours with people like Tom Morello, who's also like yeah. the most genuine, amazing, cool dude who also lives it. And like, that's why Tom Morello is friends with Springsteen and his tour with Springsteen. Right. Because they're, I, if they're I heard, legit. If I, if I heard any story like that about Springsteen, I would be just Oh, devastated. people would never stop crying. No. Honestly, because it's like you can't come to represent that at such a level yeah. and then secretly be like, I'm a rich asshole. Yeah. Every time I see Springsteen in LA, and I know he does it, he does it at every show, but he's like, there's representatives of the LA, there's representatives yeah. of the LA food bank. Here. Right. I gotta, I gotta, totally. I gotta go out there and maybe give him a, dollar give him two dog give him two three <laughs> but, right uh, which and i'm sure that he does that yeah every, i mean and again yeah. all these guys are rich like billy bragg lives in a nice house yeah. and stuff like that it's not like he lives in a shack right. but i mean he has started charities he gives to charities i've been out with him plenty of times and seen him tip generously yeah. like there's no excuse to not to it's just such a special kind of evil to make your fortune off of the backs mm-hmm. of those people and yeah. then turn your back on them that is monstrous. Yeah. How, I hate you, I, Mellencamp. I, I was listening. Cougar. Yeah, Coog. I was listening to, uh, when I used to listen to Howard Stern years and years ago, he would say, he goes, it's terrible for me to go to a restaurant. He goes, because I literally have to tip 100%. Right, but it's he like. Goes, I don't want, I, he goes, I don't want it in the papers that Howard's not a good tipper. He goes, right. so I tip like crazy. And then. Well, also, boo-hoo, you're super rich. Know. You know what I mean? But Hardwick he, always tips 100% too. And I'm, but he doesn't give a fuck. He's rich. It's yeah, not it's, like it's, oh, God, an extra 10 bucks. Yeah, I don't know how you would even ever walk by a homeless pe- person if you were rich and not like, I don't know what you would do. I, I mean, like, I would just constantly hand out hundreds. I mean, I, I you know. <laughs> I mean, I give every homeless person people. I, I don't have any money and I, I still either, give it and to I do people. too. Because I'm like, I always tell people, I'm like, how can my me and my kids walk out of Starbucks with our frappuccinos? Exactly. We've just spent fifteen bucks easily. Exactly, and that's like eight meals for that guy. And not give I feel that the guy same two way. bucks. I feel the same way. So, I'm like, I'm just gonna go to Taco Bell with this. Like, of course you can have it. Like a couple months ago, my mom's like, "Hey, are you gonna get a Powerball ticket?" And I go, "Yeah, probably." She goes, "What if you would win that?" I go, "I that would be so much responsibility to have that much money." <laughs> She's like, what do you mean? I'm like, I just, just too, I just don't even. I just know. want enough like numbers just to have like a million of it. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I was thinking like, oh, about that's, this. That's plenty. Money talk with uh, Kyle Money Pat talk. Well, also just sharing. Like, look, and this is political, but not in a way that my parent. My parents are total Republicans. Not to give to my parents are both people that grew up. They truly grew up super poor. Especially my stepdad. Like, grew up in a house with dirt floors. Like, no joke. And they work there. They're the classic, like, pulled myself up from my bootstraps people. And so they do have the attitude of, like, if we did it, everyone can do it. Not yeah. taking into account, like, white privilege, where you grew mm-hmm. up, the time you're born, luck, all those other things that do factor into mm-hmm. it. 
So yeah, they're all about that. And so they send me stuff all the time, like because they always yell about me being a socialist. They we could not be more opposite. And my mom sent me this forward, you know, where it's like, what if? How would you feel if in school, you know, she always sends me these fake scenarios yeah. where it's like the teacher said, you work, you study hard all night long and you get an A on your test and the person next to you doesn't study at all, but you got to share your grade with them. How would you feel? And I was like, honestly, I wouldn't give a shit. I mean, I truly wouldn't. I'm like, hey, if I we both get C, it's cool. We just pass. Like, I don't give a shit. And that's funny because well, she just gets say, mad. Well, I know personally that I actually did earn. For me personally, I would know I earned the A. Right. But to yeah. me, or, or you, you can't email, I got that. an A. Right. Awesome. Like, yeah. like you didn't even read the rest of it. But I just she gets mad because I go, I genuinely don't care. I would fully share my grade. Yeah. Who gives a shit? Also, I think the idea of earning in air quotes is kind of a myth because you're talking about two entirely different things. Like you're saying the CEO on some Wall Street thing, like yeah. quote unquote earned his way there. Like, not likely. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, whatever. I'm just I'm like, as long as everybody's got enough to be happy, I'm cool. Yeah. I don't I don't need more than that. It's like, yeah, but I'm, yeah, but I mean, with the homeless people, like it's the Starbucks and you know, Hey, we went to the taco truck and dropped 20 bucks. And it's like, then you go, Oh, right. That person. Well, my mom will go, what if they buy, they're going to probably buy drugs or liquor with it. I'm like, cool. I would too. Yeah, I would be they, getting they, drunk constantly if I was the homeless. They need the drink. I'm like, who cares? But that's not, but the thing is when I give the money away, I'm not thinking about that. I'm like, that's, yeah, it's yours now. I have to know that I did. I did my part. Now it's up to it's up to them to whatever they right. need, whatever they need to get them through the day. Yes, is what they need to totally. Get. So, I fully agree. Yeah, I mean, ideally they would buy food or whatever, but it's not. Yeah. I'm not. It's not my job to judge them. No. Yeah. All Good. Right. So this is the topic today's political songs. Yes, it is. No, uh, <laughs> the talk today is John Mellencamp sucks. Oh my god. The last time. Uh, well, I had John Mellencamp's drummer was on the show, Kenny Aronoff, and he... Did he, he tell you any stories? He did tell some stories. He, one of the things he said, this was on the show, I think, he said um, that uh, he had to... Uh, and if it wasn't, sorry. But um, he, he just wrote a book. The drummer just wrote a book. And so he had to get in touch with John. He goes, I don't know John's number, so my people need to go through his people. Is he, he married to Meg Ryan? I don't... I think they're still... Dating, but like, does no, no, she no. live in Indiana also? Then I think he's dating Christy Brinkley right now. Shut I'm up. I'm pretty sure. Okay. He's a mess right now too. He looks. He looks he like looks a lady. Like, Dude looks like a lady. His head's like, like gigantic. He busted up his own face. He's had he's a bunch pissed. of plastic surgeries. It's terrible. But anyway, they he, don't do it well if you don't tip. Mm -mm. <laughs> <laughs> you know what and I mean? They don't do it well in Indiana. Yeah. They um. What was I going to say? Oh, so he he wanted to get a quote for the book jacket from uh, from Mellencamp. So he goes so. A uh, couple weeks later, he has my cell phone rings. I don't. It's a number I don't know, and I click, and it's Mellencamp. And here's how Mellencamp starts. He goes, mm -mm. "Kenny, what's this egotistical book you're writing about no. yourself? That you want me to lend my words to?" He goes, "That's John. That's that. That's John Mellencamp." No, but he, but he did say some cool things too about him, like uh, that John he would never take any shit from record label people. Well, but of like course. he said, he said that when they were recording American Fool, which was Mellencamp's like f fifth album and really like last last chance to to uh, to make it right. Uh, like a, a record label exec came in who was like, you know, 22 year old kid. And he was just listening to the mix. And he said to John Mellencamp, I really don't get it. I really don't hear it. And Kenny said, John, grabbed that guy like by the collar and by the pants. He goes and physically he's like like in a movie threw him out of the studio. 
Just say, get the fuck out of here. I mean, given that sounds about right, yeah. given everything else you've told yes. me about him today. But he said he would never listen to the, he never listened to the, he gives him once that album sold, then he really said no. I'm right, not right. At all, ever. Wow. So, so that's kind of cool creatively and artistically. I mean, yeah, that yes. If that didn't then bleed over into every say, aspect of your then life. Then he threw yeah, the exactly. waiter out. Then yeah. he threw the waiter yeah, yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Then he kicked a homeless person. And right. Then he pretended like he liked farmers. Did he he didn't play live no. He didn't he play a live aid ish kind of thing? It's farm aid. He played Farm Aid. They, they still do Farm Aid. They still do it. Yeah. Not working. Yeah, he didn't play. I just, it. I rewatched <laughs> Live Aid the other day. That's a friend of mine just texted me. He was like, you want to come over and order food and watch Live Aid? I was like, fuck yes, I do. Start to finish? Yeah. Or do you have highlights? I think, well, we watched most of it. Mm-hmm. I forgot how rad it was. It is pretty I great. mean, it's so amazing. I know. Like Queen set is, is the best. unbelievable. Yes. Like how like a hundred thousand people clapping along to 80, Radio Gaga. I'm pretty sure it was eighty million people. Eighty million in, in the stadium. stadium. Yeah, it's yeah. the biggest stadium. <laughs> All right, we better. How many? How, okay, how much? Sorry. How long have we talked? Like twenty minutes. It's great. Okay, folks. Uh, thank you for enjoying. Am I the chattiest host? Be no, honest. Not really. Okay. I um. Christy is the least chattiest because she's just like, oh, Pat, we have to play music. We have to, no one wants, she's just like, no one wants to hear what we are talking about. Oh, wow, about. okay. And I'm like, no, they do. But she's like, no. So um, so last time April was here, we did songs about girls. Mm-hmm. And we just wanted to make it simple. So we. Uh, so today we're going to do songs about guys. Songs about boys. That's how it goes. Yeah. So uh, you want me to go so that you can feed off of what I play? Is that how you? No, let me go first because I know this will kick you off. If, if, if this isn't is on your list. Is that on legal paper? Yeah, it is. That's all I had left at my apartment. <laughs> Why I have a whole ream it barely of legal fit. paper. What, did you buy it by accident? I don't know if I... I, I mean, it's from a hundred years ago, but I ran out of regular paper. And it I was is looking, parchment. And it's like quill <laughs> and parchment. I don't know why I have it. All right, here it we go. It was from when I was going to law school. All right, I'm going to go with the kinks. David Watts. Oh, Come on, man. Is that on your list? That was what I was going to close the show out with. No! <laughs> so go ahead. Okay. It's a great song though. Nice and smooth. I am a dull and simple lad. Cannot tell water from champagne. And I have never met the queen. And I wish I could. Okay. It's cool. I feel bad that I hijacked your closer. I wanted to play uh I wanted to play a Springsteen song today, but every time he uses a guy's name, it's a girl. Ricky oh, right. Rick, Ricky wants a man right. of her own, Frankie, and it's all it's like, oh none of these yeah, are these are all these are all chicks. Yeah, but I mean I mean, I know, technically Ricky and Frankie are they could still guys' be names, deep. but yeah. then in the context of the song. Right. Nice. I didn't feel comfortable. Come on, gender is fluid in performance. I didn't feel comfortable. Okay. Uh, okay, I'm going to just go with uh, with uh, another guy who's not an American. <laughs> That's how I play off of you. Cool. This is uh, this is Elvis Costello and the attractions. This is Oliver's Army. Yes. Don't start the talking. I could talk all night. My mind was sleepwalking. Well, I wouldn't know where to 
Springsteen song called Harry's Place because Springsteen drops the F-bomb twice. Oh! Yeah, Harry's Place is a bar or some, you know, I think right. where, the, where um, maybe the mafia hangs out and Bruce... Why didn't you... Where, why are you telling me... Why didn't you just play it? I don't know. I don't have it in my list. Oh, though, oh. Like, you know, But he says, uh, you don't fuck with Harry's money. You don't fuck Harry's girls. Ooh. Ooh, all right, Bruce. Double fuck from Bruce. Spicy! <laughs> should we stay... Should we keep this obvious? What do you mean? Because, I mean, I could play... I mean, these are so far very obvious choices. So I'll keep it going with David Bowie. Ever heard of him? Um, this is called John, I'm Only Dancing. Oh, I took it off my list because I knew you'd have it. <laughs> See, it's obvious. Yeah, my next one's pretty obvious too. As, uh, has Tony V's told you in private if there's any unreleased uh, Bowie music? He hasn't. We haven't really. I just saw him like a month ago. We didn't really talk about it. I feel bad. I feel weird. It's hard to bring it up. Yeah. Excuse me as I burp into the mic. Um, yeah. Because <laughs> I don't really want to pry. Because they were like yeah. really great friends yeah, as yeah, well. Yeah. So it's the sort of thing where. It wasn't a working relationship. It was a friendship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I haven't really pried. But I do yeah. need to get. I, I do need to do an album with him i need to just suck it up and make a comedy record even though i am and tony v would produce your comedy have records? i not talked he fully was like i'll totally produce your record like is psyched and well, i'm like okay but i'm like too big of a like puss a, to do like, it I, I it seems like a, now this is going to sound wrong <laughs> to say it seems like a waste of his talent because i mean no what, for sure what that's not he, wrong oh, what no i'm worth it i'm no, on I'm the like, same level as mark bolin of course what a music producer would do with just your well, voice he, said he had some idea well that was the thing is like i was kind of half joking when we first talked about it and he was like i'll absolutely produce your record and i was like what just have his name on the album covers thank you it. in yeah. like 900 point font it would be right. like bigger than my name <laughs> yeah but he was like i'll totally do that and i was like uh, well, okay because i was completely kidding and he was just like, yeah, I think doing a comedy record would be fun. He's never done one. All right. Something and, for his resume, too. But then, yeah, <laughs> that's going to boost. Finally, you'll get some jobs, Tony. But, like, uh, yeah, the idea of my name being in his discography is insane. But he, he emailed he, me and was like, I've got a lot of ideas. So I don't know if maybe some of it would be, like, a studio thing or if he's just got, like, ideas of how to make it different than just a straight up live yeah. recording maybe, i don't know maybe you're gonna do like some adam sandler like in studio like stuff, like, like <laughs> totally i totally oh, should do the goat oh, i'm going to i'm bagel girl the I'm goat is go the down. best i'm going to go buy bagels uh quick go thinking um, um i think it should be called tony visconti presents 
April Richardson live at the Comedy Attic or wherever. Well, it is. we have to. I, we have yet to discuss details, but yeah, he is game for it. He's so lovely. Like he's just the nicest dude, and I genuinely like hanging out with him. He's really funny mm-hmm. and like really cool. And yeah, when I said that as a joke, he was like, "I'll do it." So I was like, "Uh, all right." But well, I just you don't. Gotta, you got to do it. All of my heroes, though, nobody. All of my heroes have waited at least ten years before they put out an album. Comedy heroes. And okay. I've only been doing comedy like eight or nine years. So I don't feel like I'm ready. What's your favorite comedy album? Of all time? Well, just throw out one. That's so tough. Dude, I don't know. I don't know the like, name. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I was going to say, I, don't, I have all of Bill Hicks's albums, but I don't know the names. Like I would say like Rant and E Minor or something, but I don't even know if that's really my favorite because they all kind of blend together mm-hmm. for me. But he does have one. I don't know if it's that one. There is one with like music in between. Some, some interludes. Yeah. Where it's like. That seems like that might maybe be Maybe I could do something like go. that. Yeah. Billy Bragg would write some original <laughs> interlude music for you. Sure. sure he would do that. Pretty maybe cool. they'll put an unreleased that counts as Bowie charity. track on it. Well, that, the <laughs> thing is, is I'm going to totally rip off Bowie for the cover because I got that suit made. So I'm going to yeah. have wear my modern love suit and rip off the cover of that. Hardwick said I should call it modern like. which I think is funny. funny. That's not bad. Which I originally was going to call it. I shouldn't be saying this. Don't anybody steal my ideas. Changes one April. No, I was, this is a deep cut. I was going to call it trivial moonlight because that tour for that was serious serious moonlight. moonlight. (laughs) Yeah. That's pretty good. Either trivial or frivolous moonlight. Whatever is a better antonym of serious. Serious frivolous. I like your idea better than Chris's. Sorry, Chris. I don't remember which is his. I said whatever I said. His better. His was better than mine. I don't remember which is which. But so it was going to be one of those. Chris and then he Chris was like, "How about modern a, like?" Chris doesn't have ideas that people grasp onto. <laughs> I mean, he's, people just don't seem to like him. Yeah, what I he mean, wants to do. He doesn't have a universal appeal or anything. No. But modern like, and then where I would rip off the cover of the modern love mm-hmm. single where he's wearing that suit and like do that crazy font and everything. So I was still thinking of doing that. But I don't know. We got the packaging. We got the producer. We got the guy writing the music. The guy is not writing the music. I just don't know. You guys, I'm a pussy. I don't know if I'm ready to put a permanent record out there. Like, I don't know. I don't know if I'm good enough. You could actually make a font. Like, uh, you could actually do like how Billy has the BB, like an an AR together. What about just an A in a circle, like anarchy style? AR together doesn't. AR are not cool initials. I'm so jealous of people who have alliteration in their names. I'm so jealous of that. Like, who else? Like Karen Kilgariff, my friend Karen. That's the greatest name. Karen Carpenter. <laughs> Rock and peace. But I mean, AR, those are lame initials. April's a whack-ass name. I'm so bummed about it. If you, my wife does not like her name either. It's just, it's just the, it's just your name jumbled around. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is. Yeah, it, it is. It totally is. It's totally. What's her middle name? Uh, well, Alessandra, which is her, is her is her middle name, but right. she officially changed that before I met her, too. Right. Because she just did not like her last name, and I'm not going to tell you what that is on. Well, then, but yeah. why didn't she just go, oh, she just didn't want to have her last name at all? Because I was going to say, why didn't she go by her middle name? But then. Well, she does. It's Pilar Alessandra. Alessandra is her last name. Right. I mean, is her middle name. But now it's her last but name. now it's her last name. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Cool, guys. There we go. Mm-hmm. What's her maiden name and her social security number? <laughs> Just uh, curious. I mean, not to. My next tune. Could you just play it one? Right? Yeah, you played yes. it the Bowie. Uh, this is from Concrete Blonde from 1990. Joey. Yeah. 
Yes, this is such a great song. It is a great song. Did Michael they, Stipe named their band. Do they have other good songs? Did you know that? I did not. I do now. Stipe, I call that a Stipe alert. I want to get him involved with my album somehow. Well, he'll just sit in the front row and not laugh. How dare you? My favorite comedy album is uh, Paul F. Tompkins' Laboring Under Delusion. I was going to say Impersonal is right up there for me, too, a PFD. The, the, yeah, Laboring But that's under the thing. He didn't record Impersonal until he was 20 years into comedy or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Didn't have the chops, <laughs> as Pardo would say. But uh, yeah, when he talks about all his jobs prior to becoming a stand-up, it is... You've heard it, right, Kyle? Oh, yeah. It, it, it is so he's great. It's, he's, he's the best. Yeah, I really... He cracks me up. So that's the thing is when I think of albums like that, mm-hmm. and then I think of doing one, I'm like, what, what? What am I doing? Well, here's the thing about recording a comedy album. You record it, and then if you listen to it, and if you don't like it, you don't have to... I understand proceed, that, you know but if I mean? somebody like Tony Visconti is involved... Mm-hmm. And I end up not, I'm like, of course I would just put it out. I can't imagine asking him to help me out and then being like, well, that's not that great. Well, he's worked with, you know, real artists who were probably not happy with things about, and so they just kept working. He'd, and he'd probably just say, well, let's record another show. And if we have to piece two shows right. together and. I got to figure it out. Like, cause it's like, you know, if that, if he's offering to be that generous, mm-hmm. I must take advantage of it. April Richardson live at the seventh veil. <laughs> ah, that would be amazing, actually. You do your stand-up what show a gimmick. from a strip joint. Totally. Just like standing on next to the pole. Yep. Yep. We'll figure it out. All right. And now, a word from our sponsors. Kyle, you know what the best thing about music is? What's that? <laughs> <laughs> well, Kyle, I'll tell you. It, 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 music tastes good. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to kill you. Now, look, let me tell you something, folks. There is a great music festival coming up. It's downtown Long Beach, September 23rd through the 25th, 2016. It is the Music Tastes Good Festival. Friday, September 23rd. Saturday, September 24th. And believe it or not, Sunday, September 25th. All weekend long. All weekend long. Sometimes a festival will go two days in a row, and then the third day will be about a week and a half later. But not with Music Tastes Good. They keep it all together for you. Great bands are going to be there. Headliners such as Living Color on Friday night. We also have Saturday, we have Squeeze and the Specials and Iron and Wine and Sunday, De La Soul and Gallant. So you're wondering, hey, Pat, where do I get my tickets? You can get your tickets at musictastegood.com. Tickets aren't expensive either. For the whole three days, 120 bucks. For a three-day VIP pass, $240. Now, if you just want to, you want to be a cheapskate, 
and you want to just go day to day, see what you're getting. Or let's say let's say you're busy two days and you you can only go one day. Let's say you only want to go Friday night. Twenty five bucks. What? Twenty five bucks to see seven bands. That's a little more than three dollars a band. Yeah. Now, if you want to go, uh, you want to go Saturday only. It's seventy five dollars. You want to go Sunday only. It's thirty five bucks. This is great. Uh, the VIP includes farm to table dinner. Featured six of Long Beach's best chefs, along with featured chefs from across the country in Mexico. More details will be coming up on the website. For people coming in from L.A., you can take the Metro Blue Line. Uh, it stops, uh, just steps away from the festival. So remember, music tastes good. It's low calorie. It's yeah. fat fr- music's fat free. Mm-hmm. But above all, Kyle, music tastes good. Tastes good. That's in downtown Long Beach, California. Everyone go to musictastegood.com, get your tickets, enjoy some music. Now, back to the show. Okay, you played ladies, I'm going to play ladies. These ladies are called L7, and this song's called Andre. I don't know this song. And it rules. Oh, I like it so far. L7 rules. That is great. Are you serious? Yes. I didn't think you'd be into L7. Oh, I like that a lot. Well, then you'd like L7. What's L7 mean? Square. Oh, nice. Yeah. They rule. They're super gnarly. I mean, they're not together anymore, but like in the 90s, I worshiped them. I I wanted to be in L7. Why aren't they together anymore? It says here they reunited in uh, 2014. Really? And they're still together? Have they put? They haven't put out any albums. No, not yet. Maybe they're still working on it. Yeah, they're gnarly. And like at one festival, I forget which if it was Glastonbury or something, but like the the guitarist uh, in the middle of a song mm-hmm. yanked out her tampon and oh, swung it above I, her head and I, threw it out in the crowd. I read about that. Now, what I like to hope is that that was like a dummy tampon. It was just she just no, it was a it. thousand percent real. Oh boy, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I. I don't want to be. They on the, do not play around. I don't want to be on the receiving end of that <laughs> uh, of that amazing uh, piece of merchandise. Sure, sure. Uh, collectible. Oh, That's a collectible. It right? is the most collectible. Someone have that framed somewhere. I can't. I did not think you were going to be in the L seven. That's great. No, surprised. I love it. Now, like, surely you know, pretend we're dead. I mean, that's their like number one hit. I'm, I'm sure if I listen to it, if you it, heard it, you would it, totally know like what that. it is. Go ahead, Kyle. You got it's, some. It says that to this day, she has remained unapologetic about the incident. Yeah. Why would you apologize? No. Why? <laughs> Apparently, there was uh, technical difficulties with the audio equipment, and they were forced to stall their set. So the crowd grew restless and began throwing mud on the stage. And then in protest, she yeah. yanked out her tampon, threw it in the ground, and said, "Eat my used tampon, fuckers." Yep. All right. That's L7 right there on her deathbed. Here's what I think we're gonna hear. I apologize. <laughs> no way. I apologize for my rag. <laughs> Go. And she dies. Uh, flip my next two songs because since she played a song, since she played a song with the name Andre, which is not a, this is not a common name right. for a song. I have 
this is not a good song. Oh, okay. The song is called, but it has a name that's very much like Andre. The song is called She's Moving In With Rico. Okay. And this is by, this is from a horrible album too. This is 1987. Because <laughs> I've been listening Who's to- this by? The Monkees. Oh, okay. I've been listening, their new album is phenomenal. Okay. So I've been listening to all Monkees lately. Right. But this album, this, this album is from 1987. It's called Pool It. Like Cool It. Oh. Pool It. Okay. And they're in a pool. On sure. The cover. It's awful. Okay. The song is terrible. Okay. And this You're is really called, selling it. She's this is Davy Jones on vocal, rock and peace Davy. This is she's moving in with Rico. Piece of shit. God. Pause it for a second. Already. I do not like reggae music, but sure. I especially don't like reggae music done Steel by any drums. done by anyone who's not a reggae artist. Sure, 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 of course. So I think the monkeys were known for their reggae. Oh, of course. Here we go. There were tears in her eyes when she gave me the news last night. Everybody's hero. Apparently, she she's Rico's the, the the coolest and the best guy. So good for her. Sure, sure, sure. Sorry, Davy, but Rico is like the coolest. Davy is wearing pants. I think in this picture. I don't even think they're in water. I think that's all. I think they're just standing there. Yeah, I think it's all Photoshop. Because look at the water. It's got like a cartoonish. Oh, yeah, it's like painted. The world's cleanest pool. It's terrible. How do we feel about songs? What about like proper nouns? They're named after an actual person. Well, give me an example. Because the next song I want to play is called Clint Eastwood. Yeah, that's fine. I'm fine. It's a guy's name. All right. This is Clint Eastwood by Gorillaz. You'll know this hit. This mm-hmm. is like their biggest hit. I love his politics. Oh, my God. I ain't happy. Feeling glad I got sunshine in a bag. I'm useless, but not for long. The future is coming on. I ain't happy. I'm feeling glad I got sunshine in a bag. I'm useless, but not for long. The future is coming on. It's coming on. It's coming on. It's coming on. It's coming on. Finally, someone let me out of my cage Now, time for me is nothing cause I'm counting no A's Nah, I couldn't be there Nah, you shouldn't be scared I'm good at repairs And I'm under each snare Intangible Bet you didn't think so I command you to Panoramic view Look, I'll make it all manageable Pick and choose Sit and lose All you different crews Chicks and dudes Who you think is really kicking tunes Picture you getting down in a pit of Alright, you get it So do they never say Clint Eastwood in the song? Though? No, they don't no, okay. Of course. I call foul. <laughs> uh, let's, uh, you know, whenever I hear Clint Eastwood, I think of the Beatles. It's sure. True. Let's listen to something from Revolver. It's in mono. This is, I don't know if you've ever heard this. Maybe you've never heard this song. This is Dr. Robert. Yeah, I've heard, I told you I started listening to the Beatles like in college. No, no, no. I'm not a walking encyclopedia. But of you've them, heard but Dr. Robert. Sure. I've listened know. to Revolver in its entirety. Dr. Robert, actually, the woman from L7's gynecologist. <laughs> Day or night, he'll be there in 
sells drugs if he's down if you're down he'll pick you dr. up Robert's dr robert's a weed doctor i think he might be their their dealer they are on a first name basis with him they are that's true you'd think they'd call him by his last name <laughs> okay i'm gonna play like the opposite of the beatles all right i'm gonna play the fall and this is a song called roland danny What uh, what album is that from? Um, it's from an album in '85. I can't keep track because The Fall has like seven thousand albums. This Nation out. Saving Grace. I think so. What's that song called again? Roll and Danny. It's a cover, but. I don't. You wouldn't like the fall. No, we because Marky we, Smith. I love them for reasons that I think you wouldn't like them because he can't really sing or play. But yeah, we rad. No, we played. We played. Uh, I had one of their. We did a first listen with the, one of their albums, their newest album called Sublingual Tablet. Really? Yeah. Who was on with this? Was that Siegel? It was really bad. But maybe. But that sounded good. It didn't sound at right. all like that song. Right. Yeah, but I mean. I, Honestly, I only have the first like eight fall records and okay. then was like, I'm good. Like I, they're not a band that I keep up with as far as like, I don't have that album. Someone just tried to p- pitch me the girl that's in the band to be on the show. Really? Yeah. I forget. This just happened like this week. That's crazy. I know. Welcome to fall talk. Yeah. Right. <laughs> no, really? You think they'd save that for October, November? <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. This is a stupid joke. Um, this is, uh, this is Brian Setzer solo after this is first album after leaving the, uh, the strays, mm-hmm. stray cats. I call the them the strays. strays. Yeah. I'm trying to be hip. Um, and I think Kenny Aronoff uh, from the Mellencamp band. This, this is after he was adopted, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> He's no longer stray. Just the, the whole, the whole, it's from the album called the knife feels like jello, just the uh, jello. <laughs> the knife feels like justice. This is Bobby's back. Joel. A little bit, yeah. It really sounds like Billy Joel now that you say that. Tell her about it. This came out after that, so. Brian's stealing it. Bobby's back. 
Kenny Aronoff plays on the entire album except for this song. This song is Steve Jordan is on drums. Interesting. Steve Jordan. Okay, that was a little like la la la. So I'm trying to think of it like a faster jam. All right, I'm going to play the Divine Comedy, and this song is called Becoming More Like Alfie, like the movie, like mm -hmm. Michael Caine. Yeah. That guy? Michael Caine. Well, you're it. Right, we can begin. My name is Alfie. Once there was a time when my mind lay on higher things. And once there was a time I could find pretty words to sing But now, well now I find It saves time to say what you mean I know it seems so unrefined But it's time to let off some steam I'll Obsessed with it. That's a cool song. I like it's that. Great. Divine Comedy is great. I think I think I could almost say with 100% certainty that you will like my next song. All right. Are you ready? I'm ready. This is uh, from Drums and Wires, XTC. Yes. This is Making Plans for Nigel. Yes, I like it. We're only making plans for Nigel. We only want what's best for him. Do you have a uh, do you have a favorite XTC album that you can recommend to me? Someone, uh, uh, a friend of mine, Kevin Compton, told me I have to get into XTC. So XTC I, I, rules. So I, I got mine. I have, what's um? I have drums and wires. I have Skylarking, and I have uh, oranges and lemons. Is what I've the three that I started with. Did not get English settlement yet. I'm the, what was the one I was just, I don't, I suck at album names. I was just listening to this album all day that has, um. What's the song? Name a song. What's your name? I can look it up. They realize this is something street. I can't even remember the name of the, that song now. God. Just so you know, I woke up like 20 minutes before I was supposed to be here. It's not my problem. <laughs> <laughs> What's, it's called, it's got a dark blue cut. Those are all the names. Black Sea. Click on that. Because the first song. Yeah, that's the cover. Yes, Black Sea is awesome. I was just listening to that all day the other day. Let me see the cover. It's then like on a boat. Yeah, I don't like that cover, but okay. I'll listen some, to that one. Some diving. That album is rad. This opening song is rad. All right, cool. Um, That'll be the next one I try to get. Yeah, that one's great. I love this Drums and Wires album, though. I really that like album is awesome, too. Yeah. For sure. Very good. Um. Okay. I'm trying to remember when we did our one word band show if I played James, the band James. Huh, I don't know. And I can't remember. So I'm going to play James. 
And this is a song called Johnny N. Find it, Kyle? Ladies and gentlemen, here's my disease Give me a standing ovation and your sympathy Poor old Johnny and set himself on fire again See the gene genie on his high wire act At the back of his mind lies a suicide pact Poor old Johnny and set himself on fire again See the young You did, you did not play this uh, this band on One Word Bands. I feel like I played them on some show because we talked about Tim Booth, the lead singer of James, was a villain in Batman Begins. Hmm. He was a creepy villain because he looks he shaved his head and he looks like creep now, even though he's a lovely person. Oh, yeah. Isn't he? Uh, does he play Saz? I forget because oh, yeah, he, he doesn't even Zaz. have like a name he, or a line. I mean, he's just like yeah, a guy. He's who, Zaz. Yeah, he's Zaz. So yeah, I feel like we might have. Ta- I played them on some show because we talked about that. That's a really great character that needs to be in a Batman movie. Whenever he kills someone, he he marks himself like hash marks. Like with the, with yeah, the, but when, he has them all over his body. When the one he's in, he doesn't even like have a line. I no, just, he just breaks it, out of it, Arkham and they just show like, him. It's more like for the the real nerds to go. That's Zaz. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but isn't that good? So that's the guy who was just singing the song. Because <laughs> he great. used to have like big curly hair. Mm-hmm. The shaved head is relatively recent. Cool. His new album should be called Zazmataz. <laughs> <laughs> James is great. Zaz hands. James are a great band. Let's hear someone who is always very happy and very upbeat. Okay. This is Fiona Apple. Oh, God. And this song is called Jonathan. Jonathan, call again, take me to Coney Island, take me on the train Kiss me while I calculate and calibrate, and heaven's sakes don't make me explain Just tolerate my little fist tugging on your forest chest I don't want to talk about Sounds like someone's putting dishes away in the background. It's very well. I gotta follow that intro with somebody else who's known as being happy and upbeat. This is Morrissey. Oh, what? And this song is called Neil Cassidy Drops Dead. Another song for a proper noun. I think I have the entire Morrissey catalog in this computer now, thanks to you. You wish. What's the song again? Neil Cassidy drops dead. There's the title. shampoo his beard. This it rocks. Neil Cassidy drops dead. And Alan Ginsberg's lips tighten and thin.
Neil Cassidy drops dead And Alan Ginsberg's host down in a barn Neil Cassidy drops dead We gotta listen to this next part, hold okay. on And Alan Ginsberg's howl becomes a growl Babies full of rabies, rabies full of scabies Scarlet has a fever, ringers full of ringworm Angel of distemper, the little fella has got rubella Nipper full of fungus, junior full of gangrene Minus melanoma, tyke full of gripe Whippersnapper scurvy, urchin made of acne Get that thing away from me I just like that part. He's like borderline rapping. Does this get, uh, does this get played in concert ever? Yeah. That's a rocking song. That's from his newest album. That's pretty... I like that song a lot. Yeah. It's a jam. I like that he says uh, Allen Ginsberg and Howl, which is a famous Ginsberg piece. True. Scowl. Well, I mean, it's called Neil Cassidy Drops Dead. I don't know who Neil Neil Cassidy is. He's one of the beat writers. Oh, okay. He hung out with like Allen Ginsberg and Jack Kerouac and all those guys. If it was called David Cassidy Drops (laughs) Dead, it wouldn't quite make the same sense. Yeah, that's a jam. Uh, That's one of my favorite songs on his... His latest album had... Maybe half of it was good, and that's one of the good ones. Okay, cool. Yeah. I would hope you wouldn't bring a bad one. Well, like you did with the monkeys, I could. That was for comedy. Okay. She's moving in with Rico. <laughs> uh, this was a jam in 1984. This is Van Halen. This is a song called Top Jimmy. Some friends of mine just the other night went to hear this cool cat blow. They said he sang so good that the roof fell. They don't remember the place, but they remember the face, and now everybody wanna go. Woo! Top Jimmy cuts, top Jimmy swings. He's got the love. Top Jimmy, he's the king. Another fa- in favor of my argument of David Lee Roth being gay. Top Jimmy. Top Jimmy. He likes Jimmy on top. Mm-hmm. What are you eating there? What are you eating there? You just pumpkin stuff, bread. Pumpkin bread. You're stuffing your face during I the am. show. Okay. Well, after I gotta play this. Does that have nuts on it? I think it's like a sesame. It's pumpkin seed. seed. Oh, pumpkin seeds. Pumpkin oh, that doesn't seem sense. like that belongs on pumpkin bread. It's delicious. All right, I'm gonna play Iggy Pop because Billy is a Runaway is a song that kind of fits after that rocking tune. All right, let's hear Billy is a Runaway. Went to see my manager, he usually handles the things Billy pulled his wallet full of hundred dollar bills Took me for a joyride, talking by the stereo Driving in the left lane, I'm thinking about my burial We pulled into the liquor store and he was underage And all it said to me was put your money away Yep My buddy Iggy Pop from New Values. He doesn't, weird, doesn't have a shirt on on the cover. I know, that is weird. Mm-hmm. I showed you that picture of me with him, right? Mm, I don't, you might have, I don't remember. Where did you get your picture? Did you see him? Oh, I got to be on the Nerdist podcast with him and like ask him questions and stuff. You're going to show it to me. I'm going to say, yeah, you showed that to me, but show it to me. I mean, you already, it's a picture of me hanging out with Iggy Bop. It's not really, doesn't need that much explanation. Was he wearing a shirt or no? He was indeed wearing a shirt and he was very, he had, 
the shiniest hair. Hmm. He could have been in like a Pantene commercial. Like that was the main thing I noticed when I was sitting across from him. Wouldn't that be funny if there was a Pantene commercial that you just saw shiny hair flowing and like a back? Yeah. Well, just because it's like, you know, he's a pretty haggard dude and has lived a tough life. And you would think, I don't know. It's not, he's not the first guy where you're like, I bet he has lovely hair. But he did. Sadly, Matt Myra had his shirt off. (laughs) Oh yeah. That's cool. He looks like a little short guy. He is tiny. He's very tiny. Did you put him in your pocket, take him home? I was like, let's, he was so nice to me. And then so was Josh Homme, who's the hottest Josh Homme's a big guy. Huge and the hottest dude ever. (laughs) Oh my God. So hot. It's insane. (laughs) But they were both on for their album. Yeah. How is that album? I haven't really listened to it, to be honest. What's that called? Post-pop depression. Post-pop depression. I saw them perform. Chip said it was rad, but it's different. I haven't listened to it yet, but like he said, it, it's different than you would think. Like it's, I thought it was going to be like just fucking masculine, sweaty, yeah. shredding all day long with those two dudes. Mm. But it's kind of, Chip said it was kind of weird. They played on the, uh, on the Graham Norton show from the BBC, BBC America. Mm-hmm. And uh, I watched them on there. It was, it was a different uh, song than I thought it would be. Right. I thought it was going to be like the shredding, crazy. Exactly, because they're both the two like yeah. manliest, sweatiest, bratest yeah. dudes. It was a lot of uh, it was a lot of uh, steel drum. Actually, shut up. And it was shut a little, up. Uh, harmonica. Shut was, up. And some you, flute and, solos. And some, it was really and weird. Some ukulele. Uh, okay, speaking of little guys, I'm not even going to tell you the name. Is, uh, Kyle, switch my next two. This this guy's a little dude. The song's about a little dude. Oh, I think you're gonna play the other one. Do you know? Don't look for April. Back up. Do you know what I'm talking about? I like that you put yours in yes. order. Okay. So this is a, this is this is a, since Iggy Pop's little guy. This is a song about a little guy. Okay. And let's hear it. I met him in a swamp down in Dagobah, where it bubbles all the time like a giant carbonated soda. S-O-D-A, Sahoda. Does Yoda count as a guy's a name? He's a dude. He's a guy? He's a man? Is he a lady? I guess not. He's a, a whole other thing. I think he identifies with male. That is funny. Uh, and I've never seen Yoda without a shirt on, though. It's true. So, so maybe him, him. And, I've never. I've also never seen him and Iggy Pop together in the same place. Yeah. How? So. What? How am I going to follow Yoda? That's pretty tough. How am I going to follow? Pretty Yoda? tough. All right. I think I'm going to go with Franz Ferdinand and Sparks, FFS. This is maybe my favorite record in the past 10 years. Okay. This whole album is so incredible. This song is called Johnny Delusional. You're staying very low on your list today. Bottom of I the know, list. I know, I know. Words are in my head, but I can't enunciate them clearly. Headphones on your head, they prevent a chance to even try. Some might find me borderline attractive from afar But afar is not where I can stay and there you are Though I want you I know I haven't a chance Still I want you Johnny Delusional here 
concert is so awesome. And the show was unbelievable. I did not stop dancing the entire time. So did they all stay on stage at the same time together? All at the same time together because they played, I mean, for the most part, they played their entire album and mm -hmm. then they played like Franz Ferdinand would play like three Franz Ferdinand songs and then Sparks played like three Sparks songs, but they all still played together. together. Yeah. That's an interesting, so that's an interesting uh, thing to do. Like It is, but they fit really together so well. Yeah. Like both of them, it just fits. Yeah. It is kind of a weird concept because they didn't, they should record together again then if it was. I hope they do. Because it's not really a super group, quote unquote, you yeah, know what I mean? Still, because it's still, they just, they're listed separately and it's still kind of separate, but it just went together so well. Well, it's almost hard. It's almost impossible to do this um, without having a, a John song. You've had two so far, I think. I Half my list has John, John or Johnny. John is like the yeah. easy. So I'll, I'll play a John song. This is, uh, this is Men at Work. This is Be Good Johnny. Up to school you go Don't be a bad boy, Johnny Don't you slip up Or play the fool Oh no ma Oh no da I'll be your golden boy I will obey Every golden rule Get told by the teacher Not to daydream Told by have you uh, have you ever met Colin Hay? No, I haven't. He's, he's, Even though he plays Largo like once a week. I know he's super nice. Mm -hmm. uh, this was about boy, this is about fifteen years ago. Uh, Jimmy Pardo and I we created a show called Glory Days. And um, he agreed to be the guest on the pilot. Mm -hmm. And it was uh, what we would do. We would show the old old videos and then they would sit in a room and talk about the videos. And then so we did like a whole pilot presentation. It's, it might be online. You might be able to find it. But when we played this song, uh, Jimmy and I decided that we were going to ask uh, Colin Hay if he felt that this kid in this song needed a needed a crack on the ass. <laughs> Part of like, yeah, I got to be honest with you. This kid sounds like a, a, a <laughs> trouble. Kid sounds like he's a mess. Do you agree with me? This, Kid needs a crack in the ass, I think. What did he say? He's did like, he agree? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. He was very funny, Colin. Uh, he Colin seems like a funny. super chill dude. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to play a song that's kind of upbeat. This is called, this is from Camera Obscura. Now, this song is called Lloyd, I'm Ready to Be Heartbroken, and it's written about Lloyd Cole, hmm. about a Lloyd Cole song. Interesting. And I love it. Oh, you can kind of skip the needle a little bit. It's got a big intro, a long intro. Nice. I love Lloyd Cole. I'm not, glad they do too. Not the commotions though. 
I love the commotions too. Do you like them uh, separate? For, I like them each of them separate. I don't like them together. <laughs> not, not together. I just like a so. I, I just like, like commotion. A commotion at a time. Yeah, I agree. This is uh, we're going way back with this one. I don't even know what year this came out. This got to be the seventies. Some people call this band the Sweet. Mm-hmm. I just call them Sweet. Sure. This is Little Willie. like the opposite of that which i feel like i must have played this song before but um this is from my favorite dude billy bragg heard it <laughs> well i was trying to decide which because this is again this is levi stubbs tears and again it's a proper noun but Let's find, out, find out if she played it. you know how to do that right you just go up to the window here i feel like i must have type, but i kind of don't it's that, such a great song it's like i don't care type in that song it'll tell us exactly when she played it there's only one in here so she has okay she never played cool it, Levi Stubbs tears. Who's Levi Stubbs? Lead singer of Four Tops. Okay. Who's the other three? Top Jimmy. That guitar's a little loud in the mix. You just heard one of my favorite lyrics. When the world falls apart, some things stay in place. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, right before he recorded this, he donated blood. He gave money to pediatric AIDS. <laughs> and yeah. then when he was, he, yes. brought, he brought a homeless man in to play totally. uh, and percussion. Then like, right. So he did all that stuff. And then the last thing on yes. his to-do list was record a song after saving Re- the world. And then record a kick-ass song. Yes. I just sliced my pinky open on no. something. I have nothing here that I would slice <laughs> I don't know if it, it's what, those riffs were razor sharp. Do you have that? Do you have that disease where your like skin is like made of paper oh, and they're just oh, like? Oh, I hope so. <laughs> Wish that upon me. Whoa! I think it's genetic. Did my sharp wit slice that's my what pinky? It, that's what it was. I have no idea. Sure. I, slit, I have a slit on my pinky. I have a cut. And then the world's falling apart. That happened during the song. One of those panels fell off. That the shredding butt. was too much. <laughs> The guitar was too loud in the mix. Uh, I might have to pull a, a tampon out of this slit in my pinky and throw it on the ground. What happened here? This is bumming me out. That's crazy. I, th- I heard the sound. There was a little echoey. I was echoey. about to say, it's that not panel soundproof fell down. anymore. It was a little echoey. Hey, real quick, or else I'm going to forget, uh, this year at LA Podfest, um, they, they said, hey, Pat, do you want to be on a, on a panel about connecting music and podcasts? I said, 
All right, I'll do that. And then, uh, so then they send me an email this week, and I'm moderating the panel, which sounds like a fucking job now. Yeah, is that good or bad? I think it's bad. It's work. Because from what I, yeah, it's fucking work, which when you do work, you get paid for work. So Who's, who are you moderating? Who's who uh, are the guests? Uh, Jamie Flam. Okay. Jonah Ray. Cool. And Joseph Fink. The, that's from Jonah Radio, and one of those guys is from Welcome to Night Vale. Okay. And well, at know. least they're cool dudes. Yeah. You're not wrangling like lamos. I got to fucking ask them. I got to write questions now for these guys. I thought you're probably going to be taking questions from the audience, right? I doubt that you would have to do like homework yeah i mean yeah you're just moderate yeah oh so i get to tell people sit down terrible yes. question yes and then these guys definitely can, you should do that and then with these guys i can go hey answer the question you're just promoting i think it's, your I think it's right. like right. i think you just sit there and you go your time's up your your, your time is up even un- <laughs> even worthless more worthless no kyle said fun. kyle said i should just sh- show up and just go hey everybody welcome to rock solid the comedy <laughs> podcast <laughs> i just my guest today turn are, them into guests my guests today are jamie <laughs> sure. Flam, jonah ray and joseph fink for sure. I think the reason I'm, I'm moderating is because all their first names start with J's. I'm bummed because I'm not even going. Like, uh, maybe I will go to hang out. It's, it's around the late. corner for me. I can just walk there. That's what late. I did last year. It's not too late to be asked to be on a show, right? Well, yeah, but I can't imagine who. I'm not trying to beg for spots. I'm just saying, like, I'll probably go hang out. I'll just walk there and hang out. Tweet it out there. Say, I'd like to be a guest on some shows. Uh, that's gross. I'm kidding. <laughs> that's so gross. <laughs> Uh, no, but seriously, if you're listening, no. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you'll be asked to be on some type of a show. Nah, that's okay, though. There's not a show like Chicks in Comedy or something? Girls who are funny? I'm going to start one. Chicks in Comedy. <laughs> Chicks in Comedy. Comedians on the, My on, on the, ri- comedians on the rise. Chicks in Comedy. <laughs> uh, uh, comedians who like to bake. That's definitely a, a niche audience. I'm going to start that. No, you, I just want to go. Uh, I like hanging out there. It's fun to hang out. I interrupted, but you played your cool song, which rocked. And now sure. It's my turn to play a song. Yeah. Yes. Right. This is uh, this is the Boomtown Rats. Yes. This is a song called Dave. Dave called me up yesterday. Everything he left it moved away. I felt the spirit come crawling through that bone. All right, I'm about to play a pretty nonsense song from the only band that mattered, Yoda? The Clash. This is Yoda. This is The Clash, and it's called Ivan Meets G.I. Joe. How did you find Ivan? Like, that wouldn't have been a name that I would even type in my window. Well, I just like this. You just knew it. Oh, no. I Is that how you searched for these? Because I just scrolled through. You just typed in dudes' names? Yeah, yeah. No, it took me. That's why I'm only down. I only got down to M. Because I just like looked through. You scrolled through your entire. Yeah. And just when I. Well, some of them I knew. Like I knew this song because it's like a nonsense song that I just like. I mean, some jumped into my head and then sometimes I would just like type in Bill. No, I didn't. I just scrolled through. That's why I went to more. I got to M and I'm like, I'm good. Like I didn't go past it. Well, that's why you're finding stuff like uh, Ivan. Yeah. All right, cool. 
songs on Sandinista, but... Uh, San, well, there, there's too Still, many songs. I like it. too many songs on Sandinista. Sandinista's my favorite Clash record. Really? It's got 30 songs. I know, but they're all rad. And it's like 30 different genres. Like, it, that's the one where they're the most all over the map. Yeah, they do a, they do a kids party song. On there. <laughs> uh, how, they do a polka. They do gospel. No. How are your eyes doing? They're great now. Everything's cool. Totally. So After I totally had, recommend it. I mean, yes, in, yeah, we, kind yeah, of. That's, that's a good. Question. I had to. Yeah. I got. My, I had to go get my left eye redone. I think I told you guys that. A little tweaky. Yeah. When did you do? How soon after? Or you have to wait a while. It was a couple of months. Yeah, it was crazy because my right eye once they fixed all mm-hmm. that. That was the one that had to be scraped and yada yada yada. And then once that got yeah, because I guess my left eye fell behind, mm-hmm. and so I had to get that one fixed. No eyes left behind. George Bush. George <laughs> all, all eyes matter. Oh, that's right. um, so even better. I yeah. Now they're fine though. So that's the weird thing is like I technically do recommend it now, but yeah. only if you're willing to go through months of terror. <laughs> I don't know. Can you see through the wall? I, I have super. I can see through your clothes. Good job, oh, guys, boy. on those boxers. I don't know about that. Um, no, it's fine now. <laughs> All right, cool. It's a weird thing where it's like if I had the chance to do it over again, I'm not sure I would do it only because who knows about the outcome. Like, right. But now I'm like, yeah, You got great. through it. You made I it. I got through it. You might not. Yeah. So I don't know. That's how I feel about joining the armed services. <laughs> that almost sounded like a, like a Stephen King quote. From like got, a book or like I got a, through a, a it. movie. You might not, yeah. <laughs> Peter I mean, Travers it says. Is. You yeah. might go blind. I didn't go blind. You might. What about your wife? She's she's good. She's good now too. Oh, did she have to go get like follow up? No, she didn't have to get a follow up. It just leveled it out? Leveled it out. Like what she wanted it for was so she could read scripts without wearing glasses. Right. So she can do that. But she kind of. But didn't you say she couldn't focus? She has to, she has to wear some glasses when she drives. Okay. So. So it's like it didn't like it didn't make it so she doesn't need to wear glasses. See, that's but a he bar. did. But he did make it so she could do what she wanted. We to just do. made it the reverse. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, guy. I mean, it's a thing where it is your eyeballs. Like yeah. it's not. It is a crazy idea to get elective surgery on your eyeballs. On your eyeballs. Yeah. So I don't know. It's it's a crazy idea to get elective. Elective surgery on your balls. It's too. crazy to sure. elect President Trump. <laughs> it is. It was all crazy. It was all crazy. Uh, this is the Bangles from 1984's uh, albums All Over the Place, and this song is called James. I knew it turned out like this. I'm keeping one foot on the train.
That's, uh, that's former guest and friend of the show, Susanna Hoffs. Let me tell you a story about one time uh, the Bangles, they were performing and the sound was really bad. Mm-hmm. Susanna Hoffs reached into her bag, pulled out a lipstick, threw it on the floor and said, get this darn sound fixed. What? She said darn? Yeah. That's it's, it's like a nice version of the L7 story. Right. Wait, oh, out. you just made all that up. Yeah, oh, okay. that's true. I thought I was believing you up until you said darn. And did, <laughs> as you were believing me, were you thinking, this is a fucking bore. I was just like, how, the worst. how polite and tame. <laughs> yeah, compared to L7. Compared to L7. You're highlighting some stuff at the top of your list. Yeah, I'm going to go Arctic Monkeys. I love them so much. And this you, song is called Teddy you, Picker. You should sign that at the end of the show, and then I will send that to someone. That'll be <laughs> April set list. So they can throw it away? <laughs> That's what you're going to do? I bet someone would this like It's called that. Dude's Names. Dude's Names. Dude's Names. Yeah. <laughs> that way people can see. We can take, let's take a picture of that, Kyle, and put it on the Instagram after this, okay? I mean, it, if I had a giant scanner, I would scan that Why are you guys tripping legal, so hard over this? Does nobody else document. do this? How do, the other people, how do the other hosts keep track of what they play? Murray brings a napkin. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, it's like I just want to make sure I don't repeat myself or whatever. I don't, I, no, I, I, look, I, I'll take it. Look, but it's I, funny that you guys think this is so extraordinary. I don't think it's, I, I, I like how you do it. I like that you have your own way to do things. Christy brings a um, a notebook as well. Yeah, Christy brings like and a notebook. And she has like notes written in it. Right, yeah. right. She, yeah, she's like, yeah, it's like a notebook from when you're in high school and someone's writing, uh, you know, all over it. I have a notebook of every mixtape I've ever made. Several, like, notebooks. Every time I write, I make a mixtape and I write a track list, are I write in, it in this are notebook. Are you the killer in seven? I'm totally, <laughs> I am super OCD about that because I don't want to repeat songs yeah, for people. Right. I like to remember, like, the order I put things in. You Making mixtapes is like my only joy in life. Yeah, I, and I, I treat it like a serious thing. I understand that Dave Holmes is Thank only, you. Did only you that listening. status update was like the greatest thing to ever only happen to listening me. Listening to one of your mixtapes. Out of nowhere Dave Holmes made that status update like yeah. guess what April I listen to your mix more than anything. I was like that's why I do what I do. Do you um <laughs> the greatest. So keeping that notebook pays off. Have you read Dave's book yet? No, I haven't because I have a staff. His Jensen's, Dave Hill's latest book. Like eight of my friends have written yeah. books. Dave's Holmes book is really good. Oh, I'm sure he's my favorite. Yeah. He's my favorite writer. Really Anytime great. he tweets anything, like I just wrote this for Esquire, like I drop everything it? and read it. He's amazing. I actually print out all those Esquire and I bind them into a book. And yeah. Then, and then I and tell Dave, it. and I tell, I tell people, have you read his first, did <laughs> yes. you read his first his book? His first novel. <laughs> yeah, he's amazing. So yeah, but I just have a stack of books where I'm like, friends, let's pump the brakes on writing books real quick. Give me time to catch up. Is there yeah. a Billy Bragg uh, autobiography? Yeah. Oh yeah. That was years ago. I've already read that. Is it called Just Bragging? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> He didn't write, it's not an autobiography, it's a biography, okay. so he didn't write it. He's also written a novel called The Progressive Patriot, which I've also read. So since someone else wrote it, is it called Humble Brag? <laughs> God, now, I think it's just, oh, it's, it's called Still Suitable for Miners, M-I-N-E-R-S, like coal miners. Coal miners. Yes. Yeah, all right. It's great. <laughs> I love him. She is, you are literally, you've just, you've burned 700 calories fidgeting in your chair in the last three um, seconds. This is a venti coffee, so Uh-oh. now I'm like Uh-oh. this. You jittery? I'm super jittery. That's your only drug is the coffee. I don't even, sugar is my vice. I, I drink like one coffee a day. I'm not even like super into coffee. What kind of sugary treats did you have yesterday? Well, yesterday, 
I went to the movies alone and ate an entire large popcorn by myself. Okay, that's not a sugary treat. It does. It turns immediately into sugar well, when okay. you eat it. I always think of sugary treat. Um, like if you said I ate four boxes of uh, milk duds, then I go okay. No, I had popcorn. That was my main thing yesterday. Would you see Ghostbusters? Yeah. How was it? Let's not talk about it. Oh. Did because uh, I'm a woman. I'm not allowed to say it wasn't amazing. But it wasn't. If it was not amazing. amazing. But okay, but it's not because the cast was women. It's good. Yeah, it's heard, good. It's like a solid B. Did I've any, heard did it's not enough of a reboot to make it new, but it's not. Uh, it's not a sequel either. It's not like a sequel either. Yeah. So it's just like in this weird in between of nothing. Yeah, it's and again, it's on. It's totally fine. It's totally fine. Yeah. I just feel guilty <laughs> when I walked out. I felt guilty as a woman for not being like it's the greatest movie I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah. But did, it's perfectly fine. Did any of the uh, female Ghostbusters get some oral sex from a, <laughs> from a ghost? No, they did not Sigourney Weaver that. No, no, no. They didn't. I mean, like... No, Dan Aykroyd gets uh, fellatio from a, a I spirit. thought it was Sigourney Weaver who gets it no, from no, Zool. There, no, th- well, that... Yeah, yeah. But then there's there's a part where just Dan Aykroyd's pants just start... Right. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen the OG. And the thing is, too, I don't hold the OG Ghostbusters super precious. Me I neither. liked it, but I didn't think... I'm okay. I'm definitely not one of those people that's like, this is going to ruin my childhood. No, it was no. perfect. That also it, was perfectly fine. they connected. Because it would be like if they did Back to the Future with a DeLorean. Right. right. But no Doc Brown or Marty. Right, right, right. Well, it's weird. I don't know. You guys got to see it and let me know. I mean, but you'll definitely enjoy it. it. You'll. It's. I've yeah. heard it's funny. Totally funny and I enjoyable. Heard, it's just not the greatest movie of all time. Is Kate McKinnon the funniest? I heard she's the funniest. She was my least favorite. Oh my god. She just was. Yeah. Who's your favorite Slimer? <laughs> definitely Slimer. No, I thought Leslie Jones was the funniest. And Melissa McCarthy. Melissa McCarthy's great. Yeah, she can do no wrong in my yeah, eyes for sure. But yeah, her care only because I feel like I know people who talk like that in real life and they annoy me. How about that eye candy Chris Hemsworth? Yo, listen. I saw a look, you you're, joke. Look, you're not allowed to say anything about Chris Hemsworth because he's like, a man in the he's movie. He's a man in the movie. I Dude, saw, he's so hot is like offensive. I saw the four of them were on, uh, again, I got to go bring up the Graham Norton show from the BBC America. Uh, Did you get a new cable package? What's going on? I always tape that show. I like it. Um, they were all on and he was asking them about Chris Hemsworth and they were all like, uh, he's like, we, we were waiting, like, we're like, he's really good looking so he's going to be like a dick. He's gonna be and a he's jerk. a cool dude. And they go, he's like so nice. Did he you see when he nice. hosted Star Not Live? He was like actually real. That, that, yeah. I was getting mad watching that because I'm yeah. like, like you need to be funny. Yeah. Like you need another positive quality about you, you jerk. So you're like, so he was funny. He was he he, he could ad lib and it would be funny. And exactly. Then, and then Melissa McCarthy said one day we were trying to sing this song and and he says, uh, oh I think I know this song. And then she said he sang like two bars of it. And I was like, you fucking stop. Yes. You stop right there. It's like stop goes, having you, every good quality. She's like, if you can sing, I will punch you in the I face. I feel the same way. She was like, so she was, I was like, you cannot have every card in the deck. Yes. And he does. I know. And it's does. infuriating. So yeah, but yeah, he's totally funny in it right, and cool. is offensively handsome. Yep. They put those glasses on him to ugly him up. Yeah. Nerd. Yeah. Like that. Word. Ugly nerd. Yeah, totally. His hair's short. He's not like Thor. He's like a dork. <laughs> God, he's so hot. I mean, in like such a stereotypical way, but it's like... And he looks like he'd be a giant. I think he's like 6'2 or something. Oh, I, mean, I, think he, okay. I think he's like hot guy height. Yeah. That's pretty standard hot guy height. Probably, if you stand up straight, you get another inch there. Right. Right? He's... Yeah, he's super hot. All right. Done. Best part of the movie, Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> was there an That's end, not end, what I said. Was there an end credit sequence? 
Yeah, yeah, you should say after the credits. Why did you go to the movies by your by They, your they just say, just kidding, guys. Oh, um, <laughs> I, I always go everywhere I, alone. Are you kidding? Why don't you, you have a lot of friends. Why don't you call a friend up to go to the movie? I don't know. I like doing things alone and I can just walk to the Grove. It's super easy. All right. I don't know. I do a lot of stuff alone. I do have friends, but most of my friends now are married and have kids and stuff. Did you ever so. see Fred Stoller at the Grove? No. No, he's always at the Grove. What? Every time you see Fred Stoller, he's at the Grove. Are you guys being serious yeah, now? Yeah, totally serious. <laughs> why, why is he always at the he Grove? Lives right, he lives right in the Fairfax district, so he always goes there. And he's just like hanging out? I guess. Yeah, like a creepy guy, I guess. <laughs> no, I go to the Grove all the time. I mean, like, yeah, it's easy to walk there, so I go to the movies and stuff there all the time. A friend of but mine. I, yeah, I have never seen him. This was a couple years ago. A friend of mine who had like a teenage daughter, like, you know, 13, 14, uh, her and her friends would always go to the Grove and they would say, uh, they would go, yeah, we're going to go to the Groove. The Groove. He said, but then a couple months later after they had gone to it so many times, they started to go, I don't want to go to the Grave. The Grave. That's <laughs> fantastic. The groove, oh, the those grave. clever kids. That's Do, funny. Um, no, I go to movies by myself too, but it's usually something that no one wants to see but me. Like I'm like, I'll go see Tarzan. Looks like crap. Tarzan. No, I didn't enjoy going places alone. And the movie's... You know, nobody's going to sit there and judge me for eating the entire large popcorn. I've gone with people before and I get a large popcorn. They're like, cool, we're sharing. And I'm like, no, we're not. Butter? <laughs> no, I don't get butter. Salt? I'm not a monster. Salt? Nope. Just as is. Uh, nope. The Grove has the you, best popcorn. You, it's better than the Arclight. I'll say I'm it. I'm not a fan of the Arclight, to be honest. I it's, like the theater it's itself. Fine. It's amazing. But like straight up, Grove has better popcorn. I don't like when they come out and tell me the movie I'm seeing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, like, Welcome. Like I'm just roulette. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll just buy a lottery for the movie yeah, yeah, yeah. whenever I go in. Wouldn't it be great as a joke if 20 people got up and walked out after you said <laughs> yeah, that? Yeah, they're oh, like, oh, whoops. Christ. Yeah. I was here for the squeak wall. That'd be an expensive joke. Yeah. Do you, um, and do you, what do you drink? What do you drink with the popcorn? Wash the popcorn down. I go half Coke Zero, half regular Coke. Oh, oh, people used to do that all the time you, when I worked you, at the movie. I temper that that's shit. That's a Coke, uh, that's a Coke 50. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Some people used to ask for, to fill it up halfway with, cherry coke then Ooh. fill it almost to the top with diet coke and then put another thing of cherry coke in. well see the good thing about the grove is it's self-serve yeah, it's self-serve mm -hmm. so it's like i don't i wouldn't do I, when i have to order from people i hate yeah, doing that right. kind of shit but if it's self-serve yeah i'll go bonkers when you order it from someone you <laughs> they put it i put it every fanta flavor yeah. in one they don't cup. have cherry coke at the grove though on tap mm -hmm. uh. that's strange so yeah. I just go when you when you order it from someone and you make a crazy request like that, you can basically just say and top it off with your jizz. Yes, for sure. You're like, oh, and a little bit of your spit. I know that's going to be floating on top for sure. Or maybe a bug. Put yeah. A bug in like there. I hate doing that. So, yeah. But if it's self-serve, I, I don't I don't want to be that person. I don't want to be that guy but either. Could you could it be half orange bang? Yeah. And half Sprite. Zero, yeah. 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 Half Sprite zero. How about, have you been to where the theater has like the giant machine where it like has a hundred combinations? Oh, some restaurants have that. That's oh, for sure. Cause I always get Coke with lime. Yeah. Cause you can't, you, you just can't, can't get that anywhere. Do they yeah. get the orange Coke? That's not terrible. That would be terrible. That would like be weird. But I used to, Coke with lime yeah, was good. my favorite thing. And when they yeah. stopped selling that have at you ever grocery been to stores. The world of Coke? You guys know I'm from Atlanta. What? Come so you on. did or you don't? Get Constantly. It was, <laughs> the world of Coke in Atlanta was right next to Georgia State's campus. It was like right next to mm -hmm. my college. So there would be days where I'd be like, I'm bored. I'll just go to the world of Coke. I've yeah. been there like eight times. Because it's right next to underground Atlanta. And we can agree that Pepsi's bullshit. I mean, Pepsi's pretty bullshit. It's like if I go to a place, though, and it's my only choice, I'll get it. But it, it is for sure bullshit. Yeah. I mean, I won't boycott soda if they don't right. have Pepsi. Right. And people always say like, what? Pepsi. 
They is always, Pepsi is that okay? okay? Yeah, yeah, it's always, is Pepsi okay? They're like making And you're just like, I guess. Yeah. You're not really giving me a choice, lady. Would you like Actually, to- could you just spit in the cup instead? Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. And put extra sugar. That's the funny thing. I love sugar, but Pepsi has too much sugar even for me. Yeah. Like Coke kind of Coke has, is so delicious. It's got like a manly bite to it sometimes. It's so right? delicious. Oh, it's like a little... crazy how good Coke is. Yeah. Like a, a fountain Coke. Are you kidding me? It's, it's like one of life's great joys. Do you ever have a chocolate Coke? What? Like if you You're go making to, if you, shit up no, now. if you go to like a real like like a real if you go back like to a the soda 50s, jerk, yeah, yeah, for real, yeah, yeah, yeah. But but where we grew up, there were places like that. So. Well, yeah, because you could get that shit at like steak and shit. I'll get like yeah. vanilla coke. Yeah, vanilla coke. So why not chocolate, a chocolate coke? coke? It's pretty great. Mm-mm. Pretty great. Mm-mm. Did you ever have uh, what Laverne DeFazio would drink? Would be milk and Pepsi. I totally remember here. That is like the gnarliest thing of yeah. ever. But it but, makes me want to maybe try it. But maybe it just tastes like a float. Maybe. Maybe. But that's then, still she'd go, then she'd go do a little video dodo. Yeah, totally. Totally. <laughs> but like, yeah, I remember hearing that too. And I'd be like, oh, oh. but I don't like milk no. in gen. I don't even want to just drink milk. So why would I mix it into Pepsi? Let's catch us up on one more thing. How's the vegetarianism going? It's great. I haven't had meat since last year. All right. Since, yeah, it was last summer when I went on all those Morrissey shows in a row. So, yeah. You got your veggie burger. You got that. Totally. You know where to get that. What's and it's favorite? the kind of thing where if you, anything, if you stop eating it, you don't even want it anymore. Yeah. Like, I don't. Coke, stop drinking Coke and see what happens. I did, for sure. Like, what? I only have it. Oh, I stopped. I used to drink like three or four a day. Dr. Pepper's too. I love Dr. Pepper. Oh, that's a great Beatles song, Dr. Pepper. <laughs> but I did. And then like the first year, Chelsea Lately, because, you know, whenever you work in a writer's oh my room, God. you just have free it's sodas every, and snacks yes. all around. It's like you're at a sleepover at a kid's totally. house. And yeah. have, yes. And they're mom, and they have rich parents. Yeah. And they're just totally. like, oh, yeah, if you want 20 Twinkies, go ahead. And you're like, oh. Totally. So the first year terrible. I worked there, I gained like 20 pounds yes. because it was just constant. And so I had to be like, I can't just eat this stuff because it's free. And so I stopped drinking soda. And so now... I'll have a Coke at the movies sure. for sure, but I never buy it. I never have it at my house. No, ever, that's ever. dangerous. Yeah. So I did go from drinking like three or four Cokes a day to only drinking it on special occasions. Yeah, we have ice cream in the house right now and I ate, I ate like yes. almost a half gallon of ice cream. Yes, right? you and only then, eat it then, if you have it. And then I, had to, then I had to go out and replace it. Like I'm a drug right. addict. Ah! I had to buy and I had to bring a new... So you wouldn't get caught. Yeah, although I did get caught. Like Pilar's like, don't forget you... Don't forget, um, someone ate all that ice cream. I already got it. Damn it. Yeah. Got busted. Yeah, so it is the sort of thing where if you don't, you don't have it, you don't miss it. So after the first like month or something, I was like, I didn't even want a burger or anything. Yeah. Like now the thought of it, it's kind of like, Makes you sick. Oh, yeah, a little. Disgusted by it. I'll eat fish every now and again. I love fish. But, but other than that, yeah, I have not had like, I haven't had meat since. I love a nice panko crusted uh, tilapia. (laughs) Be honest. Is this the least in- interesting conversation we could possibly be having on this podcast? No, the least interesting conversation would come from Murray. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you said it, and not me. All right, I think I played. Jan- was I the last guy? No, to play- she's. Are you going to play Arctic Teddy Monkeys? Pickers. Oh, okay. Yeah. Here we go. Arctic Monkeys. Yes. Aaron Gould. This is his band. They are so good. Well, this is good.
love a great that song. band so much. They're probably my favorite modern band because yeah. every album, every they just get better. It's crazy. I've been told to listen to them a million times. And I just <sighs> never have. You so. got their first two albums, especially you. You got to get those. Arctic Monkeys. Yes, the first one is whatever people say I am. That's what I'm not. And then favorite worst nightmare. Those are my two favorites. And then their most recent one is amazing. They're all good though. I love their theme song. Hey, hey, Arctic Monkeys. Oh I saw Alex Turner at, I was eating at Musso and Frank's. Here we like, go. No, I didn't talk to him, but I want to date him so bad. I saw him walk by and I was like, oh my God, me and my friend Michael, because he loves him too. And we were freaking out. We're like, dude, yes, he looked so, because now he's like. Looks like David Tennant. Well, because when he first started, he was like this schlubby teenager. When their first album came out, they were like 18. That's another thing where I'm like, I should hate you guys, but How I don't. How old are they now? I mean, he's still younger than me. He's 30. Yeah. But he, and then he turned into some like greaser dude. Whatever. I'm trying to date him, but he only dates models, of course, because he can. But I love them. I love them. I love you, Arctic Monkey. <laughs> Well, let's bring it down with my next pick. Uh, I want to play the one that's the story song. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Okay. So in the 70s, there was a lot of story songs. Sure. And this is one of those. This is about a, a dude that uh, don't don't be a hero. Billy. Who is this boy? Bo Donaldson and the Haywoods. <laughs> I've never heard of them in my life. I like this song. Waiting to go and join the line And with the head upon his shoulder His young and lovely fiance From where I stood I saw she was crying I don't even know what the story is, really. Am I? Who's this, who was that band again? Well, that's Bo Donaldson and Haywoods. Am I a moron for not knowing who that is? <laughs> I don't believe so. Okay, cool. They're one. What are you looking up, Kai? Are you trying to find out what the story's about? Yeah. I, I couldn't really. I th- used to think I knew, but then as I l- listened to the lyrics intently, I was like, oh, I'm kind of confused. What's this? Fiance? It was a. Fr- it was first a hit in the UK for Paper Lace, and yes. then months later, it was a hit for the US for Bo Donaldson and the Haywoods. All right, two terrible band names. Uh. <laughs> Um, What's the story, Kyle? Tell us the story. Basically, the story is that uh, Billy is killed in action uh, after volunteering to ride out for reinforcements. Uh, When did this take place back? Was he in the cavalry? Well, he was on the mounted infantry, but there was a lack of, oh yeah, the lack of modern two-way radio communication. So yeah, I guess back in the day. In the end, the woman throws away the official letter notifying her of Billy's heroic death. Gotcha. She doesn't want to believe it's true. Yeah. It takes place during the Civil War. Well, let me, oh, uh, damn. First of all, I'm going to thank Billy. But for, it was a hit Billy because for, of the Vietnam War. Which side of the... Uh, which side of the? Yeah. Uh, hold on. Before you for? congratulate Billy. Yeah, for his service. <laughs> Is he a Union or a Confederate? Yeah. Well, it was written by the British, so I don't even know. So they probably don't know. Hmm. I can't thank him for his service then because I think he might have wanted to put some uh, of our soul oh, brothers in... Uh, references to down. a marching band leading soldiers in blue, so he would be the Union. We're on board with the union? Yes. Okay, Billy, thank you for your service. Ah! <laughs> Rock and peace, Billy. All right, I'm going to go Manic Street Preachers. What? And uh, this is a song called Kevin Carter. Just a full name there. 
Yep. Nice. I love Manic Street Preachers also. One of the best live shows I've ever seen in my whole life. What is the number one live show you've ever seen in your life? Prince, without question. The, all four times I saw Prince at the Forum. All four times were stellar. All, like, beyond. How long did he play for? <laughs> like three or four hours. For real. Like, there was one of the nights... Yeah, there was a time in our lives, me and Chip reminisce about this quite often, that we saw Prince once a week. We literally went every Friday that time that he played the forum for like a month and a half. Mm -hmm. So that was insane. It was just insane to be like, all right, what time are we seeing Prince tonight? Like every Friday. Um, One of them, he played, like the house lights went up and people started leaving, like half the people had left and he came back out and just that. played again. I love that. And we were like, oh shit, and like ran back to our seats. He just took any seat that was yeah. available. Yeah, and then he played for like another half hour. Like it was insane. Now correct me if I'm wrong, Prince uses uh, 100% backing tracks when he plays. <laughs> yeah, he was totally lip syncing the whole time. Yeah, that's what I thought. It was just crazy because it was like, and it was also you never got bored. Some bands you're like, okay, dude. Yeah. But never with you were just in awe the entire time yeah i saw him at the i saw him at the staple center i didn't make it to any of those forum shows but it was a great show yeah i was truly those all four best shows i've ever seen he had a hole in the stage with a with a with a pole and he, he would um he would slide down the fireman's pole underneath Are, the stage and then to, he, then he to would, like change and, and then, then he'd, he'd come, come up right. dressed as batman then right he, he would come back out and put out some fires. Half right. of Batman, <laughs> half of the Joker. Fires in the ladies' pants. That would be so funny if he came up and was wearing a fireman's hat and a coat and hose down the crowd. Totally. With a hose that looked like a penis. So those are, yeah, right. Those are for sure my favorite shows. And how do these Morrissey shows, you've seen them so many times, how do you still get jazzed up about this? I still get jazzed because it's like I'll never get tired of seeing him. Okay. And because it's just like such a constant in my life that it's like comforting in a way, because I know, I yeah, I don't know, but it's getting to the point, I heard that he's going to tour again this year. I don't know how much longer I'm going to do it. Does he seem to still enjoy it? He does sometime. <laughs> there are definitely shows I've seen where he's clearly like not in a good mood, and yeah. then I'm like, oh man, that's a bummer, and then the next show, it'll be like, that's the greatest, so it is like up and down, Right. but yeah, I don't know, because I don't want him to be... I don't want him to go on that far past 60. And be jaded about it and just have to do it yeah. because he feels like he needs money or whatever. Which he doesn't. No. I, he totally doesn't need money. I know that he enjoys touring. I'm sure he genuinely enjoys it. But he's a guy where it's like, I don't know. I don't want him to be a Mick Jagger. I don't yeah. want to go see 79-year-old Morrissey. No. Some people I just don't want to turn into that. Some people, that's fine for Mick Jagger. But I don't know. But then I feel ageist because it's like, whatever. He should do what he wants. Who cares? But... Yeah. I do not want to see a 29-year-old Taylor Swift. <laughs> it's ridiculous. God, that's and weird. This, she's not 29 yet, even, is she? She is, no. Gross. She's uh, Kyle's age. How old are you, Kyle? 27. Yeah, I don't want to see I think him. she might even be younger than anymore. you. <laughs> no, they're both born in 89. Oh, oh, that's right. That's right. That was her album title. That's right. Okay, here's here's the point in the show where we're at. Halfway? I, I only have one. Uh, no, I think we, we were, were... JK, JK. We're, yeah, we're good. Like, it sounds like we've been... Sounds going, like a long sounds time. Sounds like a long time, but it's not really. How, how long have we been recording? 140. 140. Okay. So I have one more song, so I'm going to play that, but you, you get to play us out. Shit. So before we play both of these songs, you are at AP on Twitter. Yes. You got dates coming up. I don't know when this is going to drop, but you have dates coming up. I'm in, yeah, this is not, this weekend I'm in Phoenix. Mm, nope. First weekend of August, I am in Bloomington with Chris Fairbanks. 
And then I don't know what's going on after that. Are you working on any of your, your show on True TV? We do, but we're on hiatus now. We don't know if it's coming back. But write letters to True TV saying that you love Almost Genius. Start yeah. a letter writing campaign. By doing a show together, people that might be fans of that show, right? I would assume would come out. I would assume too. Yeah. Hey, both of the hosts of that show are doing a live show. I'm going to yeah. do that. That's what we're hoping. Yeah. For sure. So do that, everybody. <laughs> How many shows are you doing there? Are you there for the week? Weekend. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. So oh, right. one, so five shows. Five shows? That's one cool. Thursday, two on Friday and, and Saturday. you guys would just hang around. Maybe people will see you two at the mall and freak out. Totally. We're definitely going to go to the mall together. You will. I can't imagine. Chris Fairbanks is not a guy who hangs out at the mall. Is he, now, do you take a skateboard when you, <laughs> when you tour with him? I wish I could skateboard. Can you rollerblade? No. I'm thinking of something you could do while The last guy I dated, he was like almost 50 and could still skate, and it was like hot. It was cool to see him yeah. skateboard. I can't do it. I can still hot tub at my age, so. Yeah. Ladies. Yeah. Uh, Kyle, you are at Kyle Dotson Funny. Yeah. Uh, we are uh, at Rock Solid Show. We mm-hmm. have uh, rocksolidpodcast.com. Andrew Rich does the notes. Uh, I think Adam Jones will probably do the artwork for this episode because he did it for uh, Songs with Girls. What else, Kyle? When's that new website going to be up and running? Uh, Soonish. I have to figure one thing out, but then it'll be good to go. How to build a website? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Once you get get that locked in, I think we're good to go. Yeah, I think think it'll be smooth sailing. All right. I'm going to play. How are you on Duran Duran? What's your feeling on these guys? They're fine. They're, they, as 80s focused as I am, Mm They were kind of in my blind spot, yeah. But they're fine. I don't hate them. This is a this is a very this is from 1997 from an album called Medazzle Land. So this is very uh, <laughs> this is very off the uh, right off the beaten track. Okay. So I'm gonna play this, and then you're gonna play us out for something. So Shit. look look through your little list, check out, see what you got for us. Yeah. What's gonna what's gonna close this show out strong? <laughs> Depending on what you do, too much pressure. It'll decide whether people tune in again. Oh my god, will you stop? All right. This is a song is kind of a long song title. Michael, you've got a lot to answer for. Duran Duran. I came over your place today In a roundabout sort of way Nothing holding me Just the company Gentle giving the afternoon song it's mellow i like it well i'm gonna go out on a mellow tip then for sure and it's gonna be an instrumental oh boy and this is from well thanks for listening guys it's been a great run (laughs) this is from the derudi column a band i absolutely adore whoa whoa, what the derudi column i don't want you to play one of your neighbor's band that he put a how dare you cd under your door and this is vinnie riley who is so talented and I always play them when I'm like, oh, I want to read or I want to chill out because his stuff is like 95% instrumental. Okay. And it's lovely and he's lovely. And, and what's this, it called? This is called Portrait for Paul. On Rock Solid. Thank you, Kyle. Thank you, April. Thank you, guys. Thank you.
Fuck it.